I kind of feel like I've been betrayed. <laughs> <laughs>
Star Wars isn't that. And be it what it like with what's going on, like the the fan backlash to the Last Jedi is something I don't think anybody saw coming. Like, no. When you saw the movie, you were like, okay, this isn't. Some people loved it. I was like, all right, I can I can respect the decisions, although I didn't enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, and my issues with the the current state of it are more like have to do with the the filming decisions and not so much like oh it's just SJW wars now or like all this it's become almost personal like the fandom's making it very very toxic and then they're like they're like the studio's pushing an agenda but then they are too and it's are too (laughs) and it's like it's not what it's becoming less fun where I even commented on nine gag uh, recently where someone brought up Star Wars and I'm just like man like it's it's less fun to talk about I used to love talking about it you could have hours long conversation where it would be fun where it would be like how would you make the prequels different because we did like you didn't like the prequels yeah did Boba Fett get out of the Sarlacc exactly did Boba Fett get out of the Sarlacc and all that and now it's very venomous. It's hard to get to the the fun place that it that it was. Um, and what kind of spurred on wanting to talk about it is, at this point, I think it was two weeks ago at Comic Con, they announced that the the Clone Wars cart not cartoon, uh, but the Clone Wars CGI show, yeah. what was coming back for a seventh season. I'm not sure how many episodes it is. Uh, if you know, please comment and let me know. I'd love to know. Um, but that's something that, aside from its terrible movie intro and rough and shaky first season and second season, um, not like next generation rough and shaky first season, but still rough and shaky. Like aside from that, Clone Wars became a universally loved property. Like it w- it had dark storytelling. It had amazing character development. It had um, it created amazing characters that added a lot to the lore. And if you wanted great examples of female protagonists, you could point and antagonists. You could point to that show with Ahsoka Tano and um, why can't that name? other girl? Asajj Ventress. Oh yeah. Um, who and Asajj Ventress was created in the micro series Clone Wars cartoon mm-hmm. and she was an interesting character and she was modeled off of an original idea for Darth Maul but Clone Wars was so well developed had it, it got dark it brought back Darth Maul but added so much to his character mm-hmm. and it had some great storytelling it was what Anakin Skywalker should have been in the movies where you're like wow this is a great character who you can really see the balance between light and dark and his struggles with it. You can see him as this great hero, but you can also see him like really struggling with like just giving in and wasting younglings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so people were so happy. Like the internet rejoiced. It was mm-hmm. a happy moment, which was refreshing for Star Wars because, again, especially after. Yeah. The Last Jedi, it's like Solo. And I'll admit myself, like I was down on Solo before it came out because of the marketing. Because uh, the marketing was, was awful. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, but then Not when I barely anything really. But then when I saw the movie, I I thoroughly enjoyed it. It won me it was, over. It was it was an enjoyable movie. I yeah I I um I didn't even want to see it. Like yeah. I heard they're making a solo movie. Like why? I don't want to. I don't want to see that. And I just really I saw it because I didn't have anything else to do. <laughs> uh, so I well that was that was an all right ride. It was it was I liked so much. I went in with low expectations. I'm like all right. Yeah. Um, everything I've seen from this is make me making me think I'm gonna hate it. Yeah, like it's it's gonna be bad, and not even because like so ma- so many people online were like, well, the Last Jedi sucked, so this sucked. This yeah, is gonna it suck. It must suck. And it's like, no, they're two different movies made by different people. And when you look at the circumstances around that movie, yeah. like Ron Howard did a great job. Oh yeah, of like Re- that basically to- reshooting a movie. Yeah, in a couple months, which. And that that's part of the problem, I think, of Disney Star Wars, and we can get into that in a minute. Um, but to give Solo credit where it's due, I can't remember the actor's name. Uh, Alden L. Enrich, El- er- Enrich. Uh, you mean Solo? Yeah, he did so much better than than the marketing and the, all the rumors said he would, because it was like hey, they're bringing in an acting coach for him because mm-hmm. he can't nail. But there was points where I'm like, you're doing a you're doing a forward pose, not even an imitation. Like you've got this, like you are channeling like his take on the character, mm-hmm. and he brought in some of his own take. And there was some fun twists and turns. Mm-hmm. I liked how isolated it was. Yeah, there were some hokey moments, like how he got his name, um, yeah. and I know some people didn't like. How the Imperial March was used as the, the yeah. music in the background. Yeah, but yeah. that I'm like, all right, it's kind of it's kind of dumb, but I appreciated it. Where I'm like, ha, all right, it it, it got me to laugh, it got yeah, me entertained. Yeah, so I'm like, all right, I, I can roll with it. I know a lot of people hated the L3 droid, where they're like, they're the one she's pushing the agenda. She's the, she's the SJW like droid yeah. rights and all that. I'm like. I, to me, I thought she was kind of mocking that kind of thing a bit, like not yeah. outright mocking it, but being like, let's take it to an extreme and kind of a caricature of that. And uh, I, I found in that view, I found that droid funny. Uh, le- like Donald Glover did a really good job. He Although, did a good Lando impression. Yeah, people hyped him up so much. Where I'm oh, like, oh yeah, sure. I was like. No, it was good. I just it wasn't show stealing for me. No, I'd like to see. I'd like to see more. Yeah, I thought there was gonna be more Lando. Yeah, and people made such a huge deal like Lando's pansexual and he's yeah. in love with the droid. Where I'm like, okay, it, it's one of those things that's kind of there, I guess. If yeah. you if you're really looking for it, could it yeah, just but be it's not like, in your face about it? No, and it's like, could it also just be he's got a really like Luke would be devastated if R two died. Yeah. That wouldn't mean Luke was in love with R two. Right. Um. So I I don't know. But I, I on the whole I enjoyed Solo, mm-hmm. but it didn't make its money back. No. Or and and it it's the only Star Wars movie that it didn't flop, but it it underperformed. Yeah, it underperformed. Yeah. And. That that's gotten to some interesting things, and so I think the fandom has gotten uh, very very bad, and we'll we'll talk about that now, Mike. Yeah, I've been talking for like five minutes. Please share something. <laughs> Please say something. You're just sitting there. I don't even know if you're alive. 
You're eating pretzels and staring at the placemats. <laughs> we are uh, still not sponsored, but uh, we're anybody, working on it. Yeah, we're working on it. <laughs> I, I will, even if uh, you know, Kashi wants to sponsor us. We'll eat healthier things. <laughs> I love healthy stuff. It makes me healthy. Um, so, what can I say about Star Wars fandom? Is yeah, you were saying how it's changed. It's toxic now. Where like. <laughs> They're clearly Star Wars fans are clearly the worst fans because they hate the property that they <laughs> that they're fans of. Um, I'm going to say we, because yeah. I'm a fan. We can never be pleased. We want we want a movie exactly like we want, and then when we get a movie that we want, well, why didn't they take any chances? Why didn't they do this differently? This is exactly what I expected. So they do something different. Oh, that's not what I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, can't be pleased. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, it's just, it's, it's gotten, it's gotten toxic. It's, it's, it's those, I, I don't, it, it, it's just, it's, it's, it's a select group of toxic fans that have poisoned everything. It's not all of them. <laughs> yeah. Like, no. we're not like that, obviously. No. And um, I know a number of fans who aren't, but they're not the loudest. It, yeah. It's, it's, who's the loudest. Exactly. Um, yeah. Like, it, it's. It's a funny fandom. I remember it, it. There's been many stages. I remember, um, I don't know how many years ago, not a long time ago, let's say 10 years tops. Um, you had said that you remember when it was okay to be a Star Wars fan. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's more than 10 years ago now. Um, like, there was a time where you could be a Star Wars fan and you weren't cool, but. You weren't like, it wasn't, oh, you're a Star Wars fan. You could talk about Star Wars and it'd be all right. But then the prequels rolled around and suddenly being a Star Wars fan is, oh, you like those movies? No, I'm not talking about one to three. Yeah. I'm talking about the good ones. Yeah. And then it, I guess after The Force Awakens, I felt like it came back. Like even at myself after the prequels, I didn't really care about Star Wars for a long time. And then once... I saw, I remember, it was as soon as I saw the, the trailer for Force Awakens, it all came back. Because there were so many questions I had mm -hmm. about where Star Wars was now. Like, um, the Empire's back. It wasn't, it's not the First Order, but whatever you would call it, it's, it's still the Empire, really. Yeah, no, we're... Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, same idea. Um, and it was... I was excited to be a Star Wars fan again. I could talk about these things. There was there was so much to talk about, and the way the Force Awakens ended, with with Luke on that hill and all that, and I was just like, "What happens next? <laughs> I have to know right now." There was a palpable excitement again. Yes, it was franchise. exciting, exactly. And then the Last Jedi kind of killed it. I remember before Last Jedi, um, knowing what. Ryan Johnson had done in the past and I, I just I knew I knew in my bones this guy was gonna make a great movie he was gonna kill it I kept saying he's gonna kill it in the good way but he killed it in the bad way <laughs> um, I kind of feel like I've been betrayed <laughs> yeah it, you know it just feels like it doesn't feel like I've been betrayed it just feels like a shame like he just he made a mistake, and <laughs> but he knows what he did. But, and to him, though, like he online can at point get antagonistic 
Yeah. About it now, like I can understand that because you've got you've got people going at him in oh, I'm such sure, all ridiculous the harsh ways <laughs> where it's like you ruined this. You you're terrible. You're an awful person. Like you ruined Star Wars. Where it's like you can you can have an opinion. Just say say it kindly. Um. Yeah. Where when I first watched. The Last Jedi. That's the one that made me realize a couple things about the current, the main trilogy, anyway. Um, like weirdly enough, the stuff I'm more excited about with Star Wars right now is the, the anthology films. The anthology films, because yeah. Rogue One is one of the best Star Wars movies yeah, I've ever it's seen. Good. It's tremendous. Yeah. Especially its second half. Yeah. Even if I was going to say, even if you're just remembering it for the second. Yeah, half. like the the first half is solid, but there's a lot of planet jumping. It's a lot of this and that. It, well, there is yeah a lot of planet get, jumping. It yeah. doesn't gain it, its its momentum quite yet. But then once they set off from, I say like once they set off from Yavin. Yeah. Um, and they're on. Is it Jeddah? Uh, they did go to Jeddah. Yeah, that's the first planet, the Death Star. Yeah. The, the, or yeah. no, no, I can't remember what that one was, but. Uh, like they're, once the, they were on Jeddah, they were on. Um, oh, I don't remember the movie now. Sorry, the, listener. Luna the, is uh, the planet Luna is with, up and about and uh, attacking us for attention. Yes, and I think you just put your nose in my water. <laughs> um, the planet with the the factory, with the the kyber crystals and the oh, so that's temple. that's Jeddah. Yeah, yeah. Once um, they start going on there, then it's. It, yeah, it gains its focus, and I definitely think like once uh, the Death Star fires and Saul Guerrera is out of the picture, because I just didn't care for the characterization. He he was just yeah. I don't. Know. I guess you can explain it. There's the gap between Clone Wars and, or even Rebels, and uh, no, that doesn't make sense either. He's so much more um, outrageous. Outrageous yeah. isn't the word, but um, let's just no, use that. In uh, in in Rogue One, like he, he's shown in the Rebels show, and he's not crazy like that. No. So something happened. Yeah. But there's not that big of a gap. Well, I guess there is. There's enough of a gap. Yeah. Well, Rebels, I think, is like within five years or something. Yeah. yeah. Before A New Hope, and Rogue One ends five minutes before A New Hope. Yeah. To the point where I think somewhat, definitely, someone somewhere has made a cut. Where they oh yeah there is the for sure together. there is I know there is yeah and um, I'll watch it <laughs> yeah it would be and yeah Rogue One is out of the yeah out of any Star Wars movie that's come out since yeah uh, 1983 yeah it is in my estimation the best Star Wars movie that's come out and it was mm. like it was wonderful you can definitely argue that it had some writing issues where. Jin was like, I'm a rebel, I rebel, but I'll literally go along with everything. <laughs> I will go along with everything you tell me to <laughs> everything do. Everything you tell me to do. And that's that's just a little bit of the some of the writing issues. I know some people have an issue with how Rey is written, but I, I find her to be a, a better written protagonist than yeah. Jin. But both actresses did great performances and made them interesting characters. Even if the writing and the rest of the movie, in Ray's case, underserved that, um, but Rogue One is so, was so solid. That's the one where I'm like, if you're 
that's the one that gives me the most hope for Star Wars because I'm like, yeah, that that was great. Uh, Solo was Solo was fun. Yeah, so it was I'm, fun. Sure, yeah. I'm on board for the Solo movies, not more Han Solo yeah. movies. The individual movies. The individual movies. Although, if you give me Darth Maul on the big screen again, then yes, give give yeah, it to me. You, uh, sign me up. You know what I liked about the Solo movie is that it wasn't. I was under the assumption that it was just going to be like an individual movie. Maybe they'll try to make it into three movies, but it was. And I may not be right about this at all, but it sure seems the way that they. It was the start of a anthology trilogy mm-hmm. with uh, Solo, Obi Wan, and uh, Boba Fett. Those three movies being their own trilogy with focusing on different characters in each one, but there's still a, 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 um, a common yeah, thread that, yeah. in the Crimson Dawn. Mm-hmm. So Maul would show up. I guess Obi Wan would be the last movie. The well, next, next one would be Boba Fett, but then they've canceled them now. And with Maul, it would have been interesting because it would have posed a difficult thing. Because in Rebels, they just brought like they brought back Maul, which yeah. was very interesting. Like Rebels, I've only seen uh, certain episodes. I have, yeah. I just didn't care for the animation. Yeah, that was my yeah. biggest hurdle to get over. Yeah, but the episodes that I could force myself to watch, I was like, okay, once. I just had a difficult time getting past the animation, but it's like it was good stuff. Yeah. And that season two finale where they were in the Sith Temple. Yeah, that was a good one. And then Darth Vader shows up and squares off with Ahsoka, which was awesome. Yeah. And then Maul is there, and there's a slight tease of Maul, possibly Maul versus Vader, but also Maul being an interesting, compelling character in his old age. Like yeah. I know some people had issue with Maul coming back in Clone Wars and in Rebels because they're like. He was just such this silent, majestic, amazing warrior, and now he's talking so much. But they had to do something with him. As much as I love the Phantom Menace take on Maul, yeah. once they cast him aside like that, you can't go back to that. You can't do a... That's a great character to watch, but that's not necessarily a compelling character that you can right. dri- derive story out of. Right. And what they've done with it, what they did with him... You could derive story, and Sam Witwer did a great performance, a great vocal performance. Um, But then in Rebels, uh, in season four or five, they had him. They only did four. Okay, yeah, in season four, they had him meet up with Obi Wan on Tatooine, and Obi Wan killed him within two moves. Yeah, because it's essentially Maul couldn't let go of his hatred. Yep, and And Obi Wan was Obi Wan Kenobi. He'd been. Practicing. He had been practicing. He had been ready. He was the greatest master of the Defender style, which I think was called Sorsu, but I don't yeah. know if those are canon anymore. Okay. Um, yeah, so you don't know what's canon anymore. He was he was ready. So I love the idea of Maul on the big screen, and I want more of it. But yeah. at the same point, they're like, okay, you've got to choose your timing now because we know how this character ends. There's a point where he... And they explained what happened between him being like taken prisoner by Sidious in Clone Wars Season 5. Uh-huh. And they did a comic because at that time it was Disney canceled Clone Wars. Yeah. So they did the comic showing how he escaped and then how everything happened and what happened to Mother Towson and all that where it's like Maul fled and he's like, I can't, I can't attack them. I need to go into hiding. Uh-huh. And then how he started becoming this criminal underworld mastermind, which they yeah. hinted at in Clone Wars. Oh, okay. So it's yeah. like, 
I don't know how they do it where they're not rejigging the canon, where it's like, okay, well, even though we just did it in the show and we said it's this, uh-huh. we got to rec- Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I, I went down a Darth Maul tunnel. No, I, I, I don't even know how to respond to any of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Speaking of canon, is there any way that we can redo Last Jedi? <laughs> you know, I remember when I saw The Phantom Menace and I came home and my mom knew I was excited and she said, so how was it? And I just said, something was wrong with that movie. I didn't know what it was. I just knew it wasn't right. Hmm. And I felt the same way when Last Jedi ended. They're just like, something's wrong there. We didn't get anything we wanted. And now everything's totally different, but not in a good way. Well, with the... It's interesting, just because people used to be like, if you're going to remake anything, remake the prequels. But what you find online, outside of like r slash prequel memes... is you have there's an audience that loves the prequels oh yeah not even like the fan edits that make the movies better they love it as it is they love the theatrical editions they think to them that like that's Star Wars where I'm like that as a fan and lover of the original trilogy I'm like no well you know I'm I'm finding more and more and, and, and many people have helped with this Ryan Johnson included is that the prequels weren't so bad. They were poorly executed, but the story was very interesting. Yeah, that, and that kind of actually is a beef I have with the current trilogy, where the prequels, for all their flawed execution and at points hammy acting... And, at points, yeah. Uh, at points, good acting. And at, at rare points, good acting. Thank you, Ewan McGregor, for saving... Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> uh, just to clarify the laugh, Mike has lied down. We're I'm doing this. my gold bloom. <laughs> my shirt's going to bust open soon. Actually, well, because I have a loose button here. But anyway. <laughs> um, at least, but throughout, with all their flaws and everything, the prequels were a planned trilogy. It was one cohesive story. Yeah. This sequel trilogy is not. Yeah, and that's what I don't understand, you know? I'm yeah. going to sit up and explain this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. The prequels, I had Lucas and... Um, he had a writing partner for 2 and 3, but anyway. Um, then, or just call it Lucas, just writing a story. He didn't have... Uh, he didn't really have help, I think. Like, Lucas did the story, and the other guy helped writing the script, making dialogue, and everything just work. He needed better help. Yeah, he needed better help. I think he went for the lowest common, uh, <laughs> lowest bidder. Um, where with the way it is now, Lucasfilm has a story team. They have a group of people sitting around a table larger than this. It's a good sized table for you listeners. Um, sitting around a table, deciding on every little detail of canon. And someone could have stood up when they saw the last Jedi script and said, this doesn't work. What, yeah. what does everyone else think? You're telling me a team of people could not have made a better story. That's the problem right now. Somehow, quality control is not there. Yeah. And so the beef, the major beef I have with the, the current trilogy 
is that it's it's not a trilogy where you it's like you're making it up they're making it up as they go well yeah it was my 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 understanding or assumption i guess that they had written out a jj and maybe others maybe mm-hmm. um pablo um pablo hidalgo the grandmaster of star wars canon um they had sat down and made a seven eight and nine story arc and then they would just write the scripts from that story just the way lucas made four five and six or uh, one two and three story arc Mm -hmm. so he knew where where he was and where he was going Mm -hmm. but it doesn't seem they're they're they've adhered to that or even had it in the first place well for seven eight and nine uh, there's no way that uh the decisions that ryan johnson made where it's like we're going to cast aside, say like Ray's parents don't matter. Yeah. And we're going to say that Snoke doesn't matter at all. Yeah. That's not the setup that was there. From, no, that's the problem with it. Is that from there's so many JJ. things. That, yeah. And so the other uh, one of the other major beefs I have is because this isn't mapped out, even though some of the players have changed and kind of ranked up. Yeah. Like, to me, there hasn't really been anything gained. There hasn't been any It hasn't gone change. anywhere, it's, yeah. We're at the third movie now, and yeah. what from what from uh, The Force Awakens has actually changed? Where yeah. it's, okay, the Empire, because it's the Empire. Yeah. And the Rebellion, because it's the Rebellion. Uh, they're still fighting each other. Some people have died. Yeah. But it's okay. Ray is now more of a Jedi, and Kylo Ren is now solo running the thing. But yeah. aside of like two things that they said don't necessarily matter, aren't yeah. even that key. Like what has actually changed in the original trilogy? You had the underdog rebellion beat the Death, like destroy the Death Star. Uh-huh. Yay! Start of Empire. They got the crap kicked out of them, yeah. and they were wor- way worse off than before. Yeah. And then Jedi, it was this Hail Mary last ditch effort to win, and they yeah. did. There was a continuous story. You yeah. could track it. Whereas this, it's like, okay, they kind of, they haven't even yeah. necessarily traded big victories or big losses. It's yeah. like, we recreated a new hope, but then we riffed off of Empire and Jedi, but not even in the... Not even the good parts. Not even the huge <laughs> parts where it's... Like we've tracked, where it's like, okay, yeah, sure, you slowly went through space and lost your, lost your some ships and your lower, yeah. but it's not even yeah, like this huge thing. So, yeah. like, where are we? <laughs> and what happened to Luke? He's been doing something. He's been doing stuff for thirty years. And and don't tell me read the comics and play that um, battle uh, ground two game to tell me. I don't want that. You tell me in the movie what Luke's been and, up to. And that's the difficulty thing, where it's like, yes, I love that your books and your comics are connected. I love it when stuff is is connected. I love the old expanded universe stuff, because, yes, yeah, some of it was terrible. Some yeah. of it was awesome. Yeah. But it was the idea of this is all an interconnected story. Yeah. Where it's, it's all there, but it's based off of stuff you saw in the films. You didn't have to go do your homework before yeah. seeing a movie. Right, like, right. It, with certain times, that's acceptable. Like, it, with Infinity War, I wouldn't tell anybody, yeah, you've seen five Marvel movies going in. Be like, no, at least watch a couple <laughs> summation videos on YouTube. Yeah. You don't have to watch 18 previous movies fully. Just get the clip notes. Yeah. But with this, it's like, oh, no, no. It, it's answered in the comic where it's like, 
No. The comic can expand on the story, but this is the film's job. Mm -hmm. You are releasing to a wide audience. You should be telling us what's gone on. Heck, they they didn't even do that with how we got back to square one in The Force Awakens. Yeah, some guy had written out a better opening crawl for Force Awakens that explains the last 30 years, this has happened, this has happened. It wasn't a long, tedious uh, essay to read. It was... It was concise, but it told us what happened in the past 30 years and what the situation is now. However, the opening line of the actual crawl for Force Awakens is fantastic. Luke Skywalker has vanished. Yeah. That's that's fantastic. That's a great pickup line. Go from there. The hero is gone? Yeah. Because the whole thing, what's Luke been doing? He's vanished. Oh, really? That's interesting. Tell me more. Show me more. But instead, we didn't see him for the whole movie yeah. until the end, and then he doesn't say anything, which is a great cliffhanger. It is. And then he starts off the next movie just chucking away all our hopes and dreams. Yeah. And I like I know the Luke depiction was very divisive for people. Yeah. For me, it was more so like the they decided to kill him off. I can kind of understand yeah. it, but I didn't like it. I didn't like that. I said, be, the guy at work kept telling me, they're going to kill Luke. They killed Han in the first one. They're going to kill Luke in this one. And I kept saying, you can't kill Luke Skywalker because he's Luke Skywalker. If you're going to kill him, it has to really mean something. And it has to be in like the third one. You can't just drift off into the sunset. Yeah. I mean, it's nice. It's beautiful. He goes the way he started in a way, right? Yeah. But... No, he has to do something. And you I, know? like, I get it that it was all symbolic and everything, but to me, it's like, it, I loved Mark Hamill's performance, and I'm like, all right, we're at, like, curmudgeon old, grumpy Luke. Like, I'm interested. Mm-hmm. And his performance was great, and the story was fine, but then I'm like, I w- you briefly get back to that point where he is Luke Skywalker again. Yeah. Like, the Luke that we left off at, I was yeah. like, great. There's a traject- There's more trajectory to do with this now because we can tell the story of how he's overcome this and what he's going to do um, because he probably feels a lot of responsibility for what happened, for what's like what the First Order has done. Uh, Hector yeah. Miri on Faith and Fandom, he did a, uh, a sermon based yeah. off of The Last Jedi uh, somewhat recently where it's like how our decisions can haunt us and how if yeah. we choose to hide from our problems that can make things worse and yeah. it was like Luke tried to in a moment of bad judgment tried to kill like young Ben he Solo he thought about it he thought he thought about it For and then because moment. of that that was the point that pushed Ben to becoming Kylo Ren yeah. but then instead of trying to stop him before things got work worse Luke went and fled fled yeah. Uh, and then the Knights of Ren were there, and then the galaxy got blah blah blah. This is all stuff you can read that should have been in the shown in the film. Yeah. Um, that's an interesting story, and him coming back to the point where he is Luke Skywalker, the optimist, the guy who will toss away his lightsaber against one of the greatest. I'll say one of the greatest villains in film because the Emperor is crazy and interesting uh-huh. oh, as yes. like this master magician, uh, not <laughs> master magician, <laughs> like this uh, master strategist and all that, yeah. um, who like will be willing to lay down his life for his father in the hope that it'll turn his father good again. Yeah, like he's back at that point. There's a lot you can do with that where he's like, I've got to atone. I've got to do this. I've got yeah. to, and then well, it's like, well. 
we're going to have him symbolically do some of these things, and then he'll just peace out away. I was hoping for this this Luke that was totally wrecked, you know? Yeah. Just this this guilty, sad Luke that no, I can't I can't be a Jedi again. I can't restart the order. I can't train you. Just really down, like, and you feel for Luke because you know that he made a mistake and you know he regrets it. But by the end, he does what need, he needs to do and he becomes Luke Skywalker again and does not fade away. Yeah. If he's going to die, it has to be... I mean, it was for a reason. He distracted Kylo and, they, and they were, the rebels were able to escape. But it wasn't... Yeah. No. I think there was more mileage out of that character. And Oh, for sure. Well, he'll come back as a ghost. He has to come back as a ghost. They, they recently announced that uh, Billy D. Williams will be yes. in episode 9 as, as Lando. Yeah. My buddy uh, Brad Halsey texted that to me. And my response was like, I don't know if I want this. Because if you're just going to waste Lando to have another classic character die, yeah. like, don't do it. Just don't bother. Like, yeah. if, if the character's going to be in it, have it be meaningful. Have it be true to the character. Um, I mean, there's some stuff that's happened, like Carrie Fisher's unfortunate passing. Yeah. They've they've had to course correct a bit, where now it's like, okay, episode nine is going to take place years later. Yeah. So they can allow for Princess Leia to have died. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's outside of their control. But I think the nail we're hitting on the head here is, like, for if they're going to do trilogies and keep doing this, they need to plan this out properly and have oh, a story yeah. they need to have a st- the story group that actually does their job yeah because while while the uh while the sequel films are better shot and acted than the prequel films like the prequel films are much more cohesive they actually yeah. like they tell a story it gains ground and that's where yeah. i'm like i didn't think i'd ever be at the point where i'm complimenting the star wars prequels over yeah. anything except for maybe the hobbit uh, yeah <laughs> as we've talked about like and that, that's where we are. Um, so, Mike, what are you hoping for out of the... As Star Wars goes on? Well, I'm hoping that they sit down and... Really look at what they have and what they're doing and what their plan is. Uh, I'm hoping that the uh, cancelled solo or anthology films... Are not uh, cancelled much longer. Because fans have been begging for an Obi-Wan solo film and... I guess begging for a Boba Fett film for even longer, um, but more so an Obi-Wan film. Sorry guys, Luna is being desperate for attention. Give me one sec. I got it. All right, Mike's got it. I got it. Aha, sneak attack. Um, <laughs> uh, I hope that the story group sits down and actually, um, uh, well, it's kind of to my first point. They figure out where they're going. The story group sits down and says, "Well, this is what we've, where we are, what we've done. How can we fix this? Or how can we go <laughs> in a direction that will please?" I mean, I don't. I, I understand not wanting to spoon feed fans exactly what they want because fans don't want that. Yeah. But find a balance between doing something new, driving the story forward, and giving fans a little bit of what they've been looking for. Like, Rogue One did that. It gave us something new, but we also got Darth Vader in the end. Totally whooping. Which, 
is one of my favorite scenes in all of Star Wars. Oh, yeah. It was incredible. Like, that was fan service, but fan service done right. Oh, yeah. For yeah. sure. For sure. Because we, we all wanted, like, insane Vader. Yeah. So it doesn't seem difficult to take Star Wars in a direction that will please fans. Just, um, I don't know, take your time. Yeah. You don't have to give us something new every year. There's plenty of property or plenty of of media that they're putting Star Wars stuff in. There's new. There's going to be a new animated series. Clone Wars is coming back. Um, there's comics. There's books. There's video games. Just do it right. Yeah. And, um... I don't know. Everyone, not everyone, but uh, some people say that Marvel's doing it right while, while uh, Lucasfilm is falling apart. I don't know. Let's see. What, but Marvel's a different beast altogether. It's been their status quo to have one or multiple movies a year. Yeah. But they're doing something right, so maybe take a peek. they got to be in the same building, or <laughs> their offices have got to be nearby. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, I would say overall, just take the take some time to do it right. Yeah, I'd uh, my my main hope is that they'll like do the stuff that you said, where it's like take some time. Uh, in my opinion, we should be slowing down the output of movies, and I'm not saying just don't do them for 16 years, but it it doesn't need to be one a year. Like even have it one every two years. Um, yeah. And then between, if you're going to be like, well, we're going to keep doing like trilogies, it's like, okay, if you can figure out a way to do that, sure. But then maybe take a three-year break between one trilogy and the next, and during mm-hmm. that time, you pop out, uh, like, toss in the anthology movie. So then over, like, over a decade, you're looking at maybe five Star Wars movies instead of ten. Yeah. Because um, I don't think Star Wars is that model. The main hope I'd have is that the the fandom kind of chill the heck out a bit. Um, yeah, I know just in general, just it, cool like, man, man. I know we 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 kind of talked about it a little bit in the last uh, podcast where I mentioned like like look at what the fans have done with Kelly Marie Tran. Also, look at yeah. uh, I mentioned like look at what they did with George Lucas, where. Mm. Some people will, and I know you said like Lucas brought him out on himself, and I'll, I'll say yes to an extent. Mm. But when you see interviews with him, like <laughs> he's a defeated man, he is so done, and it's just kind of like, yes, he made a lot of bad decisions as a writer and as a director. Yeah. But there's, I think there's a way where you can try to talk to him about that, about that, or address your concerns. But not in an accusatory like you ruined my childhood. You, ru- yeah, you that's ruined a little, everything. That's a little extreme. Where it's like, like you're it, a bad person. Yeah. Where it's like at that point he's like, why would I want to make another one when people are all like all I get is people coming up and telling me what a terrible human being I am. Yeah. Where it's that's an extreme. It shouldn't yeah. get there. He, he like, didn't bring that on himself. Look, he did not. Yeah, no, he did not bring that on himself. Where there, that's not constructive. That's no. not respectful to, even though you disagree with his decisions, the man put a lot of his life into this. And yeah, yeah it went in directions that not all fans wanted, but that doesn't mean he was doing it maliciously. Like, we have this funny image of George Lucas in a 
hot tub of gravy smoking yeah, like a hundred dollar cigar, cigar a hundred dollar bill cigar but yeah. like that's Mike and I, when we bring that up, that's out of a joke and love and caricature. We know the human being yeah. is not like that in doing that. Yeah. So, and also, like, look at, look at what people did to Jake Lloyd. That's awful. Oh, that, that, like, that people, man is ruined. That boy and the man ruined that boy's life because of yeah. Anakin Skywalker. And yes, the, the writing for it was bad, and the portrayal was child actor and all that. But that doesn't mean you ruin a person's life. Yeah. Like. Kelly Marie Tran, I don't know her as an individual, but out of interviews and stuff I've seen with her, it's like, she seems like a lovely person, so why is she getting vehemently attacked for being excited about doing her job Yeah, and playing a role? Right on. Like, chill the heck out, redirect, like, let's redirect the anger. If you can't, goes back to the whole thing, if you can't say something nice, don't say it all. Yes. If you can't make your point politely, and constructively pause until you can Mm -hmm. like again treat each other as you'd like to be treated and I doubt anybody who's treating Lucas Kelly Marie Tran um, the actress Hayden Christensen Hayden Christensen um, Laura Dern who played Holdo where I have my issues with that character but people like attack that character and that actress and Mm -hmm. Kathleen Kennedy so aggressively where it's like, look, you would not like to be treated this way. Mm-hmm. So why are you treating others this way? Right so I'd, I'd hope the fandom will will calm down a bit. Where it's like, yes, we, we love Star Wars. It holds a special place in our hearts and all of that. But at the end of the day, this is... It's a great story, but it's, it's a form of entertainment. It's not life or death. And it also comes out of people just doing their jobs. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not being like, yeah, sure, I'll, let's do this to antagonize people. Some directors at times do that just for fun, but the, I don't think that's the case with Ryan, Ryan Johnson or the, or the Last Jedi in particular. But I, I personally hope people will, will calm down. My joke used to be, Star Trek fans, Trekkies, are the most, are the most fickle fans. Uh, and a divided fan base, and and I'm a Star Trek fan, so I say this in love, where it's like any any new thing come out, well, it's like it's not it's not as good as what was. It's not this, and yes, I think Discovery sucks. I'm not I'm just not a fan. Uh, but that doesn't mean you take it out on the actress who's doing a great job or anybody like that. The makeup for the Klingons makes no sense, and stuff does not make sense. But that's that's not those people's fault. That's that's the writers, and yeah. Like, let's tone down the toxicity. It's it's like stuff where people are vehemently protesting stuff in real life, where it's like, let's take the outrage culture going on in real life and apply that to all our fandoms. <laughs> and let, let, let's all, for a lot of things, calm down a bit. But let's all just get along. But especially for, for Star Wars and, and fandoms and stuff, let's not bully people and, and no. make... Me- and make men and women defeated where they have to quit social media or their lives are ruined and they can't go to any fan conventions because they'll get ripped on for their performances mm-hmm. or like to the point where it's like, well, why would I ever want to do this? Cause I'm told I'm a terrible human being. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And hopefully we'll get some more good movies out. Uh, Storyline wise, I'd love it if we got like a uh, Knights of the Old Republic era thing. Yeah, that'd be cool. Cause that's so far away from everything else. 
that you yeah. could do it without it at all impacting. Or uh, did you ever see the Legacy comics? You mean, did I ever read them? Yeah. Or were you aware of the story? No. So it, it wouldn't be canon now. They could find a way they to... They could stick of, it back in. They could find a way to explain it, but that was something that was like 130 or something years later, and it was a descendant of Luke Skywalker, but oh, it was yeah. like... His name was Caden, his. Oh, okay. Because yeah. Star Wars is cyclical. The Sith re-arose, the Empire mm-hmm. took over, the Rebellion and the Jedi were defeated, blah, 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 but... Kate ended up renouncing his Jedi ways, became a bounty hunter who would turn in other Jedi, mm. uh, was addicted to death sticks. Like, his character was, like, a Skywalker gone very bad, like, yeah. in a very darkened place, because his father died saving him, and all this tragic stuff had happened. Oh. And there was some really interesting and cool stuff, but again, it's, at le- it's far enough removed from the current canon that unless you were, like, including Alderaan and places that had been blown up, it could be it could be Star Wars, but isolated to its own thing. Yeah, I think that would be really good. Is something that's not anything we've seen before. Something yeah. we're not familiar with. Something uh, 100, 500, 1,000 years in the past or future would be very interesting. But I don't think we're ready for that yet. Yeah. Because we haven't really established what the future is yet. The immediate future. Yeah. But yeah, that'd be that'd be good. It'd be in the Star Wars universe, uh, following its laws, let's say, mm-hmm. but uh, not anything we're familiar with. Something we can be fresh and not, hopefully, not judge as much. Yes. But huh, come on. <laughs> or if if we have issues that we're we're talking about, much uh, much calmer, I guess. Maybe possibly. Possibly, I want it to be fun again. Oh yeah. That's that's the. I, I want to be able to discuss things again and not be. I want to discuss without disgust. Ah. Or. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> discuss with that. <laughs> or. Uh, I want it to be like I'd love it to be able to be like. I someone for someone who's like I enjoyed the Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. I'd like them to be able to say it without that person then getting flamed and attacked without ridiculously. Being pitchforked. Exactly, where it's like, I disagree for X, Y, and Z. Like, why Why do you? What did you see in it? Yes. Yeah. Not, oh, you're wrong. You're wrong, and you're what's wrong with the world, and you're what's wrong with You're Star just Wars. a social justice warrior. And fire Kathleen Kennedy and all that. Where's a Mary Sue? Yeah. Where it's, there's, there's writing issues. There's yeah. There was writing issues with the original trilogy as well. But yeah, you think there's not cheesiness in the originals? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I think we're going in circles we, we here. Could, we could uh, go on for a long we're time. We're circular, like Star Cir- Wars stories. Like, like a circle, yeah. <laughs> All right, well, dear listener, I hope you enjoyed. Um, what did you think? Let us know in the comments what do you hope for out of a Star Wars, uh, the Star Wars franchise going forward. Did you have some of the issues that we do? Um, yeah, let us know in the comments. Hope you're all having a wonderful day. Uh, if you do get the chance, we do have some merch on our Redbubble store. We've got shirts, tote bags, coffee mugs. Uh, I'd, I'd say you name it, but weirdly, Redbubble doesn't do hats, so there are no yeah. hats. But there's there's clocks, there's phone clocks, cases. but no hats. <laughs> there's a lot of really cool stuff. I'll attach the link below. Uh, please check it out. Some of that money does come to us, and that goes to uh, that goes towards getting new equipment, being able to travel, to meet up with people, to do the podcast in person instead of over Skype. Uh, goes towards website expenses. All that. If uh, if you can, please do. 
but if not, we're not holding it against you. Uh-huh. But hopefully there's some stuff there you'll like. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Take care. Thanks for listening. And God bless, my friends. Peace.